Welcome in, welcome in. I am Farzim Vasugian going solo here on this episode of the Chief Zone Podcast. And man, that was a tough one to take in. 31-24 loss against the Green Bay Packers. The Chiefs have now dropped three straight games at home. They're 1-3 in home games, but they're undefeated on the road. Very odd Set right there for the Kansas City Chiefs, and right now, after starting 4-0, the Chiefs have lost three of their last four games. Welcome in, everyone. Hope you guys had a great weekend. Hope you guys enjoyed all the football action. I know Sunday night may not have been the case, but that is certainly understandable. The Chiefs falling 31-24 to in a really up-and-down game, and really what was another inconsistent game from the Kansas City Chiefs. We saw the magical quarter, the second quarter, where the team came alive. Uh, but we just didn't, couldn't see more of that uh, the rest of the way. And we're seeing that once again. So we'll talk about that. We'll talk about this loss over or against the Packers, I should say. And what do we expect from the team moving forward? As now you're seeing teams like the Colts and the, uh, and the Texans right now. I mean, they're definitely taking charge in the conference where the Chiefs uh, right now are slipping in the AFC playoff race, uh, leading the division by a good amount right now, uh, solidly there, but at this point, they may not have home field advantage, and they may not have a lot of home games in the playoffs, uh, and that could be because they might not have a lot of playoff games, that could be part of it, if, uh, things go their way, maybe they only end up having one home game in the postseason but that still weighs away we're at the halfway point though a lot of people will say it's early but we're already 50% into the season real quickly before we get into the game facebook.com slash farzing vasugian join us on facebook give it a like follow me on the facebook page uh big thanks to everyone as always each and every week who join us for the facebook live halftime and Post-game commentary, uh, always a lot of fun to do that with you guys, win or lose. Certainly a lot of fun doing that with you guys, so I appreciate everyone that has made that possible. Greatly appreciate everyone who has been joining us for that. If you haven't joined us before, hey, it's never too late. Go on the Facebook page and join us at halftime and after the game. You'll get a notification whenever we go live, so be sure you join us for that next time against the Minnesota Vikings. On Twitter, at Farzine21. You can follow Zach on Twitter. He's not on this episode, but still give him a follow, at Z Stegenga. And again, the podcast line, the text line, 913-808-2119. Again, 913-808-2119. Make sure you guys subscribe to the podcast and share the links. Spread the podcast links with your friends on social media. All right, uh, it is, uh, we're recording this on a Sunday night. Most of you guys are probably going to be listening on a Monday by the time this is out. So we'll uh, we'll keep this pretty short, uh, given it is uh, a Sunday night, and I'm sure we're, we've all got uh, lives on, on a Monday morning. But let's get right into it, because I know coming into the week, it was very weird. What were the Chiefs going to do with quarterback? Matt Moore was not told anything about starting on Sunday up until Friday, and the Chiefs were kind of playing this weird wishy-washy game. Uh, everyone all of a sudden turned into uh, a knee doctor. Everyone uh, all of a sudden knew 
uh, how the the knee works in every shape and form. Uh, everyone was a, an expert on knee injuries, which was kind of interesting. Uh, then we found out, you know, Mahomes would not play, and, and you know, we were able to figure that out before Friday's announcement because based on the video that we did see, he wasn't moving at full speed. Uh, I don't care who you are. Uh, I mean, there's just no way uh, anyone could recover that fast from a knee injury like that. In fact, Ian Rappaport reported Sunday morning, early Sunday morning, that Mahomes might be out another game, and realistically, he'll return for the Titans game in two weeks. So 14 days, 13 days, depending when you're listening to this, that is when you can expect Patrick Mahomes to return under center for the Chiefs. But in the meantime, Matt Moore. Uh, Hey, not a bad game. Got to give a lot of credit to Matt Moore. And look, I'll say this too. I know this stat may not be relevant, and I'll get to my point in this, but Matt Moore has three touchdowns this season. He had one in the Thursday night football game to Tyreek Hill. He had two in this game, one to Tyreek Hill, the other to McCole Hardman, or excuse me, one to McCole Hardman, the other to Travis Kelsey, I should say. That's three touchdowns. That is half of Joe Flacco's total this year, starting quarterback for the Denver Broncos. And again, I know that's not, I'm not saying that to sugarcoat a stat or anything, but even though Matt Moore is a 35-year-old high school assistant coach who came out of retirement, man, uh, not a bad game. Certainly played a lot better than I expected. I thought LaShawn McCoy and the running backs, Daryl Williams, Damian Williams, maybe even some of Tyree Kill and, and uh, McCoy Hardman, I thought we were going to see. A really strong ground game. And look, 20 carries, 88 yards, not bad. But I thought we were going to see way more of that. And we didn't get that in this game. In fact, McCoy was uh, a liability in this football game. And we'll get into that shortly. But you got to give a lot of credit to Matt Moore in this football game. 24 of 36, 267 yards, a pair of touchdown passes, no interceptions in this one. Uh, two sacks in this one. Cameron Irving allowed a sack uh, in the first half. And then in the second half... I can't remember which offensive lineman it was, but it was uh, on a blitz package. Packers came right through the middle, uh, and basically, I mean, you could, I mean, the Packers just basically all swarmed in. Everyone on the offensive line struggled on that play, uh, so you could have really, I mean, anyone could have gotten a sack on that play on that Packers defense. But uh, the, the offensive line, as far as pass protection went, they played better than uh, than I expected. Uh, for sure, alongside Matt Moore and the rest of the offense. And if there was one thing you were hanging your hat on, if you had this optimistic point of view, if you had this point of view of the Chiefs winning this game, you probably relied on the fact that Matt Moore has a Pro Bowl tight end in Travis Kelsey, a Pro Bowl receiver in Tyreek Hill, and a former Pro Bowler in LaShawn McCoy. Sammy Watkins is coming back. Demarcus Robinson, he's somewhat due uh, it's been a while since we've last seen him have a big game. Uh, and, and, you know, McCall Hardman's capable of making plays as well. So you were hoping to see some of that. But unfortunately, you, I mean, it, it didn't happen on a consistent basis. Yeah, Tyreek Hill had his six catches for 76 yards. Very good game from Tyreek Hill. Travis Kelsey, uh, four catches, 63 yards. A great play call by Andy Reid and the Chiefs. Uh, and, and great execution, too, getting the ball to Travis Kelsey as he... Skipped and hopped his way to the end zone uh, for the first touchdown of the game for the Chiefs. Uh, breaking that 14-0 shutout that the Packers had going. And then you got going with Tyreek Hill. And then you let McCole Hardman take the rest of it on that sweep toss right there. 
uh, to tie the game at 14. And the Chiefs had an opportunity to strike right before halftime, but instead settled with a field goal. So you 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 were trailing 14 nothing in the first quarter. You score 17 po- unanswered points in the second quarter. So this Chiefs offense right now and their defense firing on all cylinders. Aaron Rodgers sacked five times in this football game. And you at this point think you have all momentum. You're dominating on both offense and defense at this point. You've got to continue this. And I made a joke on social media saying the Chiefs got their second groove back. They got their second groove back. But unfortunately, this football team definitely hurt itself in the foot. Uh, When the Chiefs had that eight-play drive in the second half to open up the second half, unable to come away with anything. So they punt the football away. The Packers only got a field goal on their first possession of the second half, but it was on a 15-play drive. And then what happens when the Chiefs get the football back? They fumble. On their first play, LaShawn McCoy fumbles it to the Green Bay Packers, and the Packers, on a five-play drive, score a touchdown. If that sounds somewhat familiar to you, it was what happened the last time the Chiefs were on Sunday Night Football against the Colts. You saw the Colts go out there. They had a massive drive, a very long drive. Now, they weren't getting it to the end zone. They had to settle for some field goals. But they took a lot of time off the clock, and they had a little bit of luck their way with the Chiefs and Patrick Mahomes going three and out. And because they went three and out, they got the football back, and they just did the same exact thing again, running the football, not going for the home run play, keeping Mahomes on the sideline as much as possible, and... You know, the the Chiefs offense, sure, you don't have Patrick Mahomes, but you know Matt Moore is capable of doing some things. He showed that in this game. So Matt LaFleur, head coach of the Green Bay Packers, made those adjustments and said, look, let's run the football a little bit more. Let's go for the short passes. Let's not go crazy for the deep plays. Let's do what Indianapolis did, and we'll be able to keep Matt Moore on the sidelines and not let him go off for a big game. Because he was on pace to do so. But when LaShawn McCoy fumbles on... The first play of the drive, a one-play drive, yeah, sure. I mean, you're definitely going to see less of Matt Moore. And therefore, you're not going to be able to see him get the ball to guys like Tyree Kill, McCole Hardman, Travis Kelsey, guys who were doing really well in this football game. Sammy Watkins had a couple of catches. Well, five catches for 45 yards. Uh, Demarcus Robinson got involved a little bit. LaShawn McCoy was active in the passing game as well. But when you fumble like that, and I know McCoy... Uh, that's been uh, that's been his Achilles heel this year. Uh, the way he's holding on to the football, man. Uh, like I said, on Arrowhead Addict, I thought he was going to have a huge game, but not the case in this uh, in this football game, which is very unfortunate because the door was wide open right there. Even though it was the passing game that was carrying the load, hey, you still found a way to move the football. That's what was important to me, but. Again, if you if you if you don't have possession of the football long, that's going to hurt you. And you know this is certainly not an excuse for the defense. I thought the defense played a great game; they really did. But when you're on the field for so long, yeah, you're going to get gas. It's going to be hard to keep that momentum on your side. I mean, you had just looking at the Chiefs' defense right now. Damian Wilson, hell of a first half for him. He had a sack. Three total quarterback hits in this game. Emmanuel Ogba, same stat line, uh, had one sack and three quarterback hits. Just crushed Aaron Rodgers at one point. Probably should have been flagged for it, but hey. 
Uh, it happens to uh, everyone. Uh, there are flags they get away with. Some quarterbacks get hit in places where they should have had a flag. And sometimes, uh, if you're Tom Brady, you uh, get some of those uh, very fortunate flags. Just ask Chris Jones about that. Uh, Charverius Ward thought he played a really good game when it came to pass coverage. He certainly shut up. I know he was not going up against uh, Devontae Adams. Uh, but hey... Uh, I mean, you, you still came through when when the team needed you the most. And that's important to me in this football game. Shot Breland didn't get that interception, but still the Packers did not come away with the score on that same drive. Uh, as far as other players who had a sack in this game, Tano Passigno had a pair of sacks. Kalen Saunders, the rookie, got involved in the sack total. Five total sacks in this football game. 12 total quarterback hits. And when you have a stat line like that, that is going to terrorize quarterbacks. You are getting into the mind of those quarterbacks. But for the Chiefs, no, not the case. And it's been really weird because this is a Chiefs team that co-led the NFL in sacks last year. But their defense was second to last in the league. That's not a regular characteristic of a defense that leads the NFL in sacks. You go out there in this football game, and I know the Chiefs had a big sack party against Joe Flacco. Not as big of a party this game, but hey, they 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 went in there. Uh, you saw them uh, getting uh, they, they got to know Aaron Rodgers pretty well in this football game. <laughs> let's let's put it that way. But at the end of the day, Rodgers does what Rodgers does. Uh, still came through three hundred yards in this game, three touchdowns. His last touchdown pass, I immediately cheered when he threw that football because I thought he was throwing the football away, and he did a lot of that in this football game too. But no, he found. A receiver in the corner of the end zone and came away with uh, with a big one right there. Aaron Jones, seven catches, 159 yards, and two scores in the end zone. The other one went to Jamal Williams. And give it up to Aaron Rodgers. I mean, he and Patrick Mahomes are probably the only two quarterbacks who make that throw. Only two. And look, I mean, it's not like Rodgers had a perfect game. We all know he is that mastermind when it comes to Hail Marys uh, before halftime or end of games. And what did the Chiefs do right before halftime? They brought the heat. They sacked Aaron Rodgers before halftime, preventing him from being able to, to throw the football there. Good coverage, forcing Aaron Rodgers to hold on to the football longer and eventually sacking him or forcing him to throw the football away. The Chiefs did a lot of that in this game, but no, it wasn't enough, unfortunately. Not enough. The other big criticism outside of LaShawn McCoy... The Chiefs punting the football when it was 4th and 3. And here's what I'll say about that. I can understand Andy Reid wanting to give his defense a little bit of confidence. Basically telling them, hey look, I trust you guys to come up with a stop here. Because you've been having a hell of a game. They just allowed a crazy touchdown. But for the most part, they've been having a really good game. But at the same time, we saw something like this just a couple of weeks ago against the Houston Texans when the Chiefs faced fourth down. And what does Andy Reid do? He punts the football away. And what happens? On fourth down, the Texans go for it so they can convert, which they do. Keep the football and just sit on it, take a knee, and take a win at Arrowhead back home. So those are the two things right there. LaShawn McCoy's fumble and Andy Reid's decision to punt the football rather than going for it. 
uh, with just about, what, four or five minutes left in the fourth quarter. Right now it's gut check time if you're Kansas City. This team is not playing as aggressive as they were a couple weeks ago. They're not getting blown out in these games, no. These are still some close contests here, don't get me wrong. But at the end of the day, you don't get bonus points for keeping it close. You're losing, and you're losing at home. And you're losing on primetime again. I know Kansas City doesn't have the greatest primetime record, and I think that's just honestly more of a coincidence than anything else. But more importantly, you're losing at home, man. You've got three straight losses at Arrowhead. That doesn't happen if you're Kansas City. Doesn't happen. Here's what I'll say. I know last podcast I said that I've come to the conclusion the defense is not going to show any improvement. I know 31 points and 300 passing yards is not a reflection of this. But I thought the defense had a really great game without Chris Jones and Frank Clark. And I know I've been critical of those two guys for not doing well, especially as a duo this year. We were excited for that. Uh, And look, I know Frank Clark had a great Broncos game, but that's just one game where he showed up this year. And for the Chiefs to play as well as they did without those two guys, kind of a surprise to me. So this team does have a lot to figure out at the halfway point. And I don't know if that's something we expected to say. And forget about the whole quarterback situation right now. Because I think Matt Moore, he did what he needed to do in this football game. Could he have done a little bit more? Yeah, of course. But given that he's a backup, a 35-year-old backup, a third-string quarterback essentially, who was retired, I don't think you could have asked for much more from him in this football game. You couldn't have. You absolutely couldn't have. But the rest of the team, you know, with LaShawn McCoy's fumbles and, you know, Travis Kelsey, he's had some inconsistencies this season as well. And the defense, look, I'll cut him a little bit of slack in this game. I normally don't do that kind of thing, but... Man, when you're getting your butt kicked when it comes to time of possession and you still have, what what was it, 12 quarterback hits and 5 sacks? Who are we we to criticize them? They've been on the field for so long and playing without so many key players. And again, I said this on the Facebook Live, injuries are never an excuse. The Packers were without some key players. The Lions were without some key defensive backs. The Colts were without their top two safeties against the Chiefs. So... Uh, it's not like the Chiefs are the only ones dealing with these injuries. Other teams are as well. Uh, the Saints went undefeated while Drew Brees was out. The Panthers were undefeated without Cam Newton up until Sunday. So, certainly these are not an excuse. The injuries, not an excuse to lose these football games, especially the way they're losing them. Not in the least bit. Let me know your thoughts. Facebook.com slash Farzivisugian at Farzine21 on Twitter. And again, the text line 913-808-2119. Got a few texts to read. If we don't read your text on this episode, I know a lot of people may be seeing my tweet or Facebook probably right after I finish recording. We'll definitely save your text for the next episode. On Thursday's episode, DJ Evans will be joining Zach and I for that episode. And we'll have a couple of other topics to discuss on that episode as well. Uh, let's get through these. Uh, out of the 816. Uh, and guys, uh, let us know who, uh, your name when you send us a text. And let us know where you're texting in from. Uh, out of the 816, second week in a row, the defense played well. 
even with a lot of injuries, uh, players hurt, offense also gave us the old college try. McCoy fumble killed us and should have gone for it uh, on fourth and three with five minutes left. Our defense was gas. Yeah, said a lot of that as well. Definitely agree with the 816 on that. 602, Brandon and Mesa, Arizona. Uh, hey guys, tough loss tonight, but not a surprising one. I think Ben Neiman is the new Charvarius award for this defense. Too many big plays made with him next to the Packer who made it. Overall, the injuries are the story of the season for the first half of the season. Better luck next week, go Chiefs. And again, I, I understand the injuries. It's brutal. It really is. Uh, not a lot of teams would do a good job in, in this situation. But uh, again, I don't think that's an excuse either because as I've said, uh, the Chiefs have gone up against a lot of teams that have been facing injury. We've seen a lot of injuries to quarterbacks this year. I don't know why, but that's been the case this year. So every team is dealing with them. Every team is. Uh, Aaron from uh, North Northern Virginia out of the 313. Matt did uh, Matt Moore, that is, did a good job at quarterback. The defense showed up again, second game in a row. Hope to see that trend continue on to Minnesota. Go Chiefs, Aaron from Virginia. Uh, out of the 626, Daniel in Florida. Do the Chiefs make a trade before Tuesday's deadline? And Damian Williams needs to be the starting running back. Uh, he protects the foot, uh, the football. Um, you know, the, we talked about the trade deadline last episode, and I, and I don't know what to expect from Brett Beach. As far as Damian Williams, he has not done very well this year. He had a 4.3 yard per carry average in this game, but for the most part, he has been very bad this year. So I don't know if I'm trusting Damian Williams. Uh, he's got a lot to prove before you can really go on with him. I'm seeing a lot of people say cut LaShawn McCoy, but... Damian Williams has not been doing good this year, guys. He had a less than a 2.0 yard per carry average coming into this game. So, realistically, you know, how confident would you be if Damian Williams became the number one running back? 316, Sean in Wichita, when Aaron Rodgers can run away from your linebackers, I think it's time to to upgrade. Uh, I mean, we saw some of that. Yeah, I know. Uh, he did come away with one of those big runs in the fourth quarter, but more times than not, the Chiefs uh, Chiefs were uh, able to pressure him in, in certain situations. So I think that may be a bit of a, a, a harsh critique there, especially given the time of possession. You gotta you gotta understand that as well. Uh, I don't know what the second half numbers are for time of possession, but I'm sh- I'd be willing to bet it was seventy five percent Green Bay and twenty five percent Kansas City. A uh, couple more texts before we sign off. Uh, 785. Uh, don't know who this is from, but he said he or she says, yes, we were beat up and had a legit shot at winning before the fumble. People can say all they want about how beat up we were. A loss is a loss. We need to make less critical mistakes. That being said, we will get better as the year goes on and our season is an over. Focus on getting to the playoffs and being healthy for them. I'll, I'll say this, and, and not necessarily a direct comment to that text, but I was hoping for the Colts to beat the Broncos, whereas a lot of people were hoping for the Broncos to beat the Colts for seeding purposes in the AFC, and I can understand that, but at this point, with Patrick Mahomes out for, you know, who knows how long exactly the Tennessee game is a realistic, that's the expectation for his return, but you never know sometimes with injuries. What I will say is, a lot of people wanted the Broncos to win instead. For me right now, given the amount of injuries the Chiefs are dealing with, just win the division for now. Get that home playoff game, and I understand the Chiefs have not been good at home this year, but look, I I still would rather 
try at home than on the road for sure. But get a playoff game at home. See what you can do in the division round after that. And then if you get to the AFC Championship again for a second year in a row, you'll be one game away a game away from a Super Bowl. So uh, I, I understand. Yeah, it's been tough. But uh, my mindset right now, forget about the seedings. Just, just win your division for now. Try to get that home game in January. 913. Uh, game summary. Defensive play has been very encouraging. I agree. Shady, LaShawn McCoy, is killing us with ball security. Long-term, pair this defensive trend with a healthy Mahomes and a healthy line to protect him. We can beat anyone, anywhere, including the Pats and Foxborough. Yeah, look, I can agree with that. I can agree with that notion. My problem is this Chiefs team has been... They've been inconsistent since Andy Reid's come here. It's either a great offense... In a mediocre defense or a bad defense, or it's a great defense and a mediocre offense. Uh, it was a great defense first couple of years under Andy Reid, but not a great offense. About an average offense. And now here you are with Patrick Mahomes. You have one of the best off, even without him. You have an offense that still went out there and put up some points on the scoreboard, probably more than most people thought with Matt Moore. Defense starting to come together a little bit here. Again, I know the points and the yards not a reflection of it. So it's this is more of an eye test comment be, more than just reading the box score and the stat sheet. All right, last text here. We'll end it on this one. 816. Uh, 11 and 5. I called it. Defense is starting to work together and make plays. Matt Moore played well. This loss is on Shady for the most part. A lot of people on Shady McCoy and Andy Reid as well. By the way, if you guys do send us a text, please give us your name and where you're texting in from. We don't want much more information than that. Just just a couple details. I like to know who I'm talking to, uh, especially if you're one of the uh, frequent commenters on Facebook or on Twitter. It's always good to know uh, who's texting in. And let us know where you guys are texting in from as well. So, I mean, 816-913, okay, I can understand. 785, I, I, I understand that. But for some of these other area codes, I like to know where some people are texting in from. So, please, let us know uh, who the heck you are and where the heck you're texting in from. Because I, I always like to have this idea where our listeners are geographically. We have a lot of listeners uh, across the country and out of the country as well, which is always very cool. Uh, hey, tough loss. What are you going to do? 31-24. Give, give credit to Matt Moore. Played a lot better than I thought. Probably a lot of people thought. Even the biggest Chiefs homer out there. Uh, did a lot better. But Chiefs still have a lot to figure out at the midway point of the season. You're 5-3. and three, Still leading your division, but could be better. Three straight losses at home. That definitely needs to change. Facebook.com slash Farzifisugian. Like my page. Follow me on Facebook. Thank you again. To everyone who joined us for the Facebook Live video, follow me on Twitter at Farzine21. Follow Zach at ZStegenga, 913-808-2119, the text line. If you guys text us after the podcast has been published, we will read your text for Thursday's episode. DJ Evans will join us for that episode. Plus, there's a big UFC fight taking place this week. The Kansas Jayhawks had a win against a not-so-good team, and they stormed the field... I want to talk about that. Also, I want to talk about Disney Plus because that'll be launching very soon. And you might be wondering, 
how does that impact me as a Chiefs fan? I'll get into that and much more on Thursday's episode with Zach. He'll be back with me on Thursday's episode. My name is Farzim Vasugi, and big thanks once again to all of you for downloading and listening to the podcast. Share the link, subscribe, spread the word about the podcast, and I will talk to you guys on Thursday's episode. Enjoy your week.